What is going on, boys and girls? Welcome once again to the Real Life on the Bass Kayak and Beers podcast. We have a great for you, great show for you today. And give me a second here while I try to actually share this. If you are watching live, feel free to share this on um, uh, a share uh, comment. I have Dwayne Wally, the tournament director for not the tournament director, the founder for the. Uh, Tony X app. Um, I'm really excited to have him here on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about the history of tournament fishing as far as the CPR format, catch, photo release, how he came about the idea of doing Tony X and, you know, how we've gotten to this place and a little bit of, you know, how he paid and played a major role in getting bass masters to buy into this and the struggles they had in the first year. I was one that I was very critical of some of the things that happened the first couple of seasons in the bass master kayak series. So it's nice to kind of get the backstory from Dwayne um, and, you know, all the struggles that he had to do. I think he's in my opinion, like an unsung hero in that aspect, because I know he had to, you know, put up with a lot of things to make this work. And he was kind of like the de facto face of the Bassmaster kayak series, which was not the plan. And I think he got some of the heat, in my opinion, for some of the things that went down that are not necessarily responsibility, but I mean, he did everything he could and has done everything he can to make sure that the Bassmaster kayak series is where it is now. We often think about how Steve Owens and, you know, Steve Owens obviously deserves a uh, lion's share of the credit for, for what he's done. But I think when we're talking about unsung heroes, this huge shout out to Dwayne Wally for what he's done. So that's going to be the main focus of this episode today. Uh, before we get into that episode, a couple of uh, things uh, they want to talk about social media. So, uh, Leave me in the comments, how many of you have gotten into this new um, thread app from Instagram? Like, I feel like this Mark Zuckerberg's kind of like middle finger to uh, Elon Musk for <laughs> for their beef on Twitter. So, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. I, I've never gotten into Twitter. I got into thread and it's it's really a crapshoot. I, I don't know if I'll like it or if I'll keep doing it. But uh, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's an overload of information. But if you have comments and questions for Dwayne Wally or myself, feel free to put it on our comment sections. We'll try to do our best to answer your questions. Um, and, uh, you know, and that's pretty much it. Let's get Dwayne Wally on. Dwayne, how you doing, man? I'm good, bud. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Thank you so much for taking the time to come up to the Bass Kayak and Beers podcast in the real life. How are you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Uh, yesterday, not so good. Um, yeah. Uh, so it was uh, pretty hot here today, uh, yesterday. Um, um, as most of you might know or don't know, I have uh, two or three jobs. And the day job actually is, uh, you know, I'm actually a maintenance electrician. Been doing that for quite some time. And man, some of those days at work, it's just, I mean, there's no AC in that plant that I work in. And man, that yesterday was one of those days. I it just... You know, I was working on one piece of equipment and it wouldn't work. And I go back and work on another piece of equipment. And it was just a, it was a rough day. I'll be honest with you. I was, I was hoping we'd get everything running so I could go take a break. But uh, we made it through and uh, uh, today was a little bit better day. 
but um yeah it it is so so let me let me ask you this you're not so you're not the right there with the mark zuckerbergs and the elon musk <laughs> of like the billionaires that are building apps you know not no, that's not man. I really thought that was the case. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I'm I'm more of a uh, put my pants on the same way everybody else does every morning. You know, um, I'm up by five o'clock making my breakfast, headed headed to, headed to work for the day. Um, throughout the day, I'll get calls and messages from folks that are either, you know, hey, how do I get on Turny X? Or hey, I'm, you know, I might have a problem submitting a fish or. Or, or hey, this is this is working, or we appreciate all you're doing. You know, you get those comments during the day, and it, it's really appreciated. Um, but you know, there's some days where the people call and they're having a little bit of an issue with this or that, or they're just new to the app and don't know how to use the app. And so I stop, try to pull over to the side somewhere, uh, maybe maybe when I go take a break or what have you, and I answer their questions and get them back on you know back on the path. So um, you know, people always say, "Man, your 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 service is great." And, Honestly, we just discussed this a little bit backstage that our services, you know, um, we, we strive to be as the best we can be, you know, in everything we do. It doesn't matter what it is. And I think most, I think people in general need to be that way. You know, yeah. whatever it is you do, uh, do your best, you know, and that's what, um, that's what we try to do at Turning X. If, um, you know, someone's got a problem with this problem with that, just, just message me. You know, but give me a little bit of time. Let me find me a stopping stop, stopping point, and I'll message you back. We'll get you taken care of. Um, you know, you you know, you mentioned I go about heroes. I don't consider myself a hero. I consider myself part of an part of a uh, community, part of an industry that that is uh, ever evolving and ever changing. And I think that, and we just we discussed this earlier about how we used to do things ten or twelve years ago, um, from SD cards to yeah. putting the SD chips in a, in a Ziploc bag and putting your name on it, hand it at the tournament director and, and then waiting three or four hours to know the outcome, whether you won or you didn't win, you know? Um, now that is, a, that is a lot of excitement in that. I, I grant you that because that person still has to wait to see who's going to win, who's going to lose. But I think that we can still have that with tourney X and with some of the apps out there available now. Um, but, uh, I don't consider myself a hero, but I appreciate the kind of words. I really do. So. Yeah, and and to clarify, I mean, we use the w words hero. We throw them around like, you know, uh, like nothing. And we understand there's people that are actual heroes, you know, that save oh, yeah. people's lives and all that. And obviously, we, we don't want to minimize that. But I think in the sense of like bringing, you know, and we'll talk about this. I was, I've, like a lot of the... Uh, tournament anglers and for those that have the podcast or social media uh, we were talking about this in the pre-recording you know some of us including myself were very critical of Bassmaster Kayak Series the first couple of seasons um, and a lot of it just had to do not that we hated the establishment it wasn't nothing against Bassmaster per se it was more about we know how important Bassmasters can be to the overall growth of the kayak fishing industry but we felt like they weren't using their full resources. Like it was more like, a, you know, like a redheaded step stepchild. Like I think Fluke Master said it on my podcast last, a couple of years ago. It's like we were treated like this redheaded stepchild yeah. when it comes to the Bassmaster catches. And and 
you know, there's been some changes, um, both from the top all the way to the bottom. And now we see where we have always thought that this could have gotten. And mm-hmm. I know, a, you know, we, we think of, like I said, we think about Steve Owens, what he's doing. But there's a lot of things that went behind the scenes. And I know you were put in a situation um, where I would see it, you know, going back to the first time you were on the KBM podcast as the kind of default tournament director for the Bass Master Kayak Series. And, you know, John Stewart was there too. And uh, and my hope, my thought was like, Dwayne doesn't want to be in this situation. Like he wants this, but it seems like he's not comfortable in this role. And you're, you know, you're the founder of Tourney X, not the tournament director for the Bass Master Kayak Series. How did, you know, tell us about how did it come up for you to, bring this to Bassmaster day one to where we are today. So day one, um, I had a particular individual and honestly, I can't remember, can't remember his name right now. And I'm so sorry for that. Um, but he, he was a bait. He, he, he sold baits for a living or something like that. I can't remember what it was or made baits, but anyway, he, he actually introduced me to one of the guys that was with Bassmaster. And he kept saying, Hey, you need to be involved with, you know, you'd be involved with Bassmasters. Um, and so I can't remember what it was, but I think it was at the KBF national championship on the way to Caddo Lake back in, Oh, what was it? 19 or 18. I can't remember the year, but it was when they had it at Caddo Lake and on my way over there, this particular person had gotten a, 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 a he had gotten a, a small group of the Bassmaster higher ups to join in on this phone call. So for two and a half hours or maybe an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, we were, I was driving to Caddo and I was on this call with these, these higher up managers with Bassmaster. Now this was not the meeting in Birmingham. This was the pre-meeting to see, you know, if there's the meeting any, of the meeting, <laughs> the meeting of the meeting to see if there's any, any interest in it at first. Cause if there's no interest, it's just, it's just going to be, you know, and so, uh, for an hour, hour and a half, we discussed CPR. And what it would, what it could bring to Bassmaster, what it could bring to an organization like Bassmaster, um, that's not in that industry. They're not in the kayak business. They, and so we had this meeting, and for you know, and the funny thing was, I talked to a guy after the meeting was over, and he told me he says, I can't believe it. Didn't go, it, it I, he said, I can't believe it lasted an hour and a half. He said, typically when these guys talk, they talk fifteen minutes, and they're they're done. He said, so you, so what you have out there was something of an interest to these guys. And they could foresee something building, you know, uh, you know, taking it to another level. So anyway, we had this discussion. Um, after the discussion, we, uh, I don't know what it was. It was probably two or three weeks later. Um, got a phone call from Bass. It was from John, John Stewart and, um, um, and Mr. Bruce. Oh, they, he was over, of course, over Bassmaster at the time. And uh, all these guys called us up and said, hey, we'd like to have a meeting with y'all, with you. And I was like, I told my wife, and uh, I think I just wrecked my truck that weekend at uh, over at Gunnersville, so I didn't even have a truck. It was in the shop, and I got a call, and they wanted to meet us on a Monday morning. And so I took a vacation day from my day job, and my wife and I, we we got up at four a.m. We left the house at four around four fifteen, four thirty a.m. and drove to, to um, Birmingham. It's about a three and a half hour, four hour drive. We got there about eight thirty that morning, sitting in the parking lot of Bass Smash. And I'm gonna tell you what. I was sweating. I was, you know, yeah, I'd never been in a meeting like this before. And I didn't, you know, we're, we're stepping into a realm that we had no clue where we were going. 
my wife was, we were talking about, she says, you're crazy for doing this. I said, well, yeah, I know, but I mean, if we don't try, we won't know. And yeah. so we walked in the meeting, sat down and we had about a three hour meeting and we ate lunch. We visited, we talked, we discussed, we made a plan. Um, and they bit. And so, um, and I think that they saw a purpose for the kayak industry, for the kayakers. There was a purpose there. They saw, they, they saw this community that we had a bond and that they wanted a piece of it. They wanted to, you know, cause you know, everybody knows that Bassmaster, they make money on registrations on, yeah. on subscriptions. That's where their money is. So if you pay the $15, that's goes straight into their kitty. That's $15 a year. So that's, that's their bread and butter. And so, um, it helps pay for all those people at work and all the setup and teardowns of all the events around the country. It's all in that big bank. But anyway, so we had our meeting and when we came out of that meeting that day, it was very positive. And my wife looked at me again. She says, I don't know how we're supposed to do this. And I said, well, we're going to figure it out. I said, I'll come up with an idea and find out where we're going to have the tournaments around the country. We'll have, you know, four tournaments, five tournaments, whatever it is. I said, I will hire tournament directors in these locations, much like other organizations have done in the past. I'll just find some, some people, hire them that, that have good tourney X skills. They know about tourney X and this, that, and other. I said, and we'll just ask them to work for us and we'll pay them and take care of them. So it worked out for the first year. The second year, we started getting a lot of people that wanted to make a change to that. And the change was that they wanted to see one person instead of four or five different people at yeah. these events. And I can understand that yeah. because people like to, they get comfortable with that, with a one person show. Okay. And they know, they know their answers. They know how they're going to be treated. They have that. They want, they, they want consistency. That's, that's yeah. the thing they wanted is the consistency. And so, you know, for geez, it was a while. And so, um, fast forward to the, today, you know, uh, Steve had stepped up and said, Hey, you want to be part of it? I know there was an interview process of a couple of different directors that they were looking at. Um, um, Steve, uh, like I said, Steve stepped up and man, I'll tell you, he's, he's doing a great job. He's, yeah. uh, he's on the ball. He's, he's taking care of getting these, uh, um, getting these, uh, uh, lakes mapped out, getting the time frame set up. Um, he's doing a great job. He really is. So that's how, it's, that's, that's kind of the whole story. But, uh, yeah, was I, was I nervous? Heck yeah, I was nervous. I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into, but you know what, if you don't get out there and do it, you'll never know. And that's one of the things that I think gets lost in the shuffle because you're the tournament, you know, you're the founder of Tourney X, right? So your job is to provide a service and you get paid for that. But here you are actually running this trail kind of like de facto tournament director or, you know, organizer, because now you have to find lakes. You have, you're doing all the job and delegating a lot right. of the job as well, right. hiring, but you're going way above and beyond what you were, you know, what your job description is. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you think about, oh, take, take Tony X, well, we think of, you know, Dwayne Wallace in his office, just looking at the pictures, making sure the, the app runs well. But that is not the case. You were doing a lot of things that most people would have said, no, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not I'm not getting paid enough to do other people's work. Where you ask, see it like 
an investment in the future, in my opinion. And correct me if I'm wrong. So I like if I can get Bass Masters to, you know, to buy in on this, even mm-hmm. if I have to do more work than on the front end. On the yep. front end, it's gonna set up the future for the kayak fishing industry or kayak bass fishing industry. Well, I mean, well, that's in, with any organization. Think yeah. about it, though. I mean, what, what you know. I mean, it's look at where we were. Look at where we were ten years ago, twelve years ago. You know, like I said earlier, we were we were taking pictures with a digital camera and, and putting them in a Ziploc bag and handing them to the directors. I remember that day vividly. I remember yeah. 2015 was one of the first tournament we had at Kentucky Lake. But now here we are. You know, with what we're doing now, it's it's seamless. I mean, guys sign up. They never have to really leave the comfort of their house. They they show up to an event. They fish. They you know. They place high or low, it does, you know, whichever way. And they can bring home a good check, you know, and not have to wait. It's so funny to see 2,000 and 2,500 fish come in in a weekend. Yeah. And there's no waiting. It's over. It's done. When, as soon as the clock hits that number, it's finished. And, you know, back in the day, it was three, four, five hours you had to wait for the results or the next yeah. day, you know, but, uh, Man, it's just it's just awesome to see how fast things can take be, can take place now. So. so take me down memory lane here. When when did the idea of building Tourney X came? Like when did you think like, huh, this might be a good idea? Was there another app out there before you even decided that you were going to do this? That you you know maybe said, oh, this is a good idea. I can improve it. Or was this just out from you know from scratch that you built this? So. Um... So I just started kayak fishing. I, I want to say it was around 2013, I believe 2012, 2013. And I, I was fishing just for fun and I wasn't even com- competitive fishing. Now I, co- I used to compete back in the day, back in the nineties, bass boat fishing. And so then I sold my bass boat to raise, raise a family. And then, you know, just here, like I said, recently we, we got back in what's up, Frank. So, uh, we just got back into fishing. And so, uh, instead of going out and buying a bass boat, I bought a kayak. I started watching the show 30 miles out. You know, who I'm talking about over, over in Texas. Um, yeah. so I've been, I was watching Ty Sutherland and those guys going out to the rigs and fishing. I said, man, I'd like to do that one day on a kayak. I said, that looks like it's a, a great adventure and this, that, and other. So I, so I got into it. And so, uh, me and a friend of mine, we were fishing at one of our local lakes out here and it was back in October, 2014. I think it was maybe September. And so we were kicking around the ideas about, you know, tournament fishing and this, that, and other, and what would we do with the fish? And and there again, you just mentioned it, that about another app. I can't remember when that date was, or when, but but I do know that Angler had either existed or was being built at, at, in and around the same time that we built ours. Um, uh, and, and kudos to Mike Christopher. He's he's a super, super nice guy. We, we actually, I called him a couple of days ago, and he's going to be out at ICAST, so I hope to get to visit with him. Um, he's got some roots over in Mississippi from where I'm raised. And, and so he's just a, just a super, super nice guy to visit with. And so, uh, but anyway, so back in the day, he, he had his app and we were just forming something. We didn't know what we were getting into, had no idea. I had no programmer. Now I didn't program Tourney X just so we know it was more of just a, a vision of an idea. Uh, so I had to source out a guy here in town and we sat in a, a cup's coffee shop and doodle on a piece of paper of these ideas about how we would put these pages together on a website to make the same work. And, and it just, it started building and started forming and started, I was, you know, I 
took money out of my own pocket and threw it in there. And we just started cranking out some code and, and, you know, our app didn't develop until the second year, possibly it was around the second year is when we started doing the app because everybody said, Hey, we need an app. We need an app. And so, um, we just kept reinvesting and reinvesting and reinvesting and putting money back into the business. And, uh, yeah. So 2014 is when we started, uh, 2015, March of 2015, we had our first concept, uh, tournament, which was, uh, the KBF it was a KBF open series at, uh, Kentucky Lake. And they were running a two day event that, that year. A lot of people probably remember that. Um, but, uh, we didn't even have the two day concept together. We actually had to fish one day and then another day, and we just tallied them up and added them in a, in a spreadsheet, and that was the winner. But the cool part was in 45 minutes, it was over and done. It, it didn't take three hours or four hours to, to tally up the, the winners. So it was a good run. All we've had to do now is just get better and better and better at what we do. So, yeah. By the way, before I go on to my next one, just want to recognize the people that have commented on YouTube. Sol, Solidiero. Oh, Soldier of Dirt. I'm sorry. 81. Thank you. Sorry about that. But my Spanish was kicking in. Commenting. Uh, Pat Hanning, Johnny Maddox, um, Curtis, Albert Rock, and Frank uh, Provolone. Thank you for your comments. Uh, and, you know, everybody is just, you know, kudos to you and what you've done. Frankie, Frankie loves to joke with me he says supper ricardo that's how old frankie is he's referring ricky seeing ricky ricardo, <laughs> ricardo from the i, I love, love lucy, lucy. <laughs> god i can't say he's too old because I, I can recognize that joke or that no nah, frank's yeah. not that old he's a baby man he's a baby <laughs> but, but yeah uh, those, thanks for everybody's commenting and again if you have any questions um and i'm sure like you know Dwayne appreciates the love you're showing for him um, so we really and if it wasn't for, is it wasn't for these guys right here and, and, and most in everyone, of course, on tourney X, we wouldn't exist. And we certainly appreciate that. It's a, you know, it is a community. It is a let's help each other type of community. And that's what we do. Um, we all have our, we have our differences. That's okay. You know, that's yeah. the way, that's the way we were built. But, uh, in the end, it's all about enjoying, enjoying life, enjoying fishing, enjoy kayak fishing and, uh, and taking care of each other. So it's good stuff. One thing that I wanted, and I, and I do, I'm going to start with an apology, Dwayne, because we didn't talk about this, but you just mentioned something that reminded me, something that happened, um, and I wanted to get as much as you can, your honest reaction. Now, a few years ago, there was the KBF National Championship, which, not blaming anybody, not blaming Jan Hoover, not Chad Hoover or anybody else, but there was a huge mix-up. And there were, I mean, it, it was a mess. The payouts were a mess. And, you know, a lot of finger pointing from the KBF side was that I felt like it was like, oh, it's Tourney X. Like, it seems like nobody at KBF kind of really wanted to take responsibility mm -hmm. for that whole mess. And there was a lot of finger pointing and eventually an abrupt decision, in my opinion, um, that went into, okay, we're switching to Fishing Chaos. Looking back at that, and 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 again, I apologize. We didn't talk about the pre-recording. I'm I know I'm coming out of left field, and maybe you don't want to talk about it. But I have to ask you, how did you feel at that time? You know, knowing the KBF was like with I mean monthlies with the other tournaments, with the big showings at their national championship. Bassmaster, I don't think was still, or maybe was just at the beginning. 
Um, so oh, that no, was a huge hit on your on the business side of it. How do you take it personally and on the business side of it? Well, you know, I, I know things happen for a reason. Let's just say that, okay? Um, did we have some hiccups? Yes. Did they have some hiccups? Yes. I'm not going to point any fingers on anything here on, on national uh, broadcasts, but um, I think that it worked out for the best, okay? That um, they found a new home at a different app and that we uh, are able to maintain and keep going the direction we're going. Uh, one thing I will say is that, uh, and this is what anything that anybody does, is that you make your path and you stick by your path, okay? You, it's it, and just like fishing. If you go fishing, you never leave fish to find fish, all right? That's what's always been, that's always been with me. If, you, if you're on fish, never leave them, you know, unless you just, you just don't, have, it's not working out for you. It's no different in business, no different in other things. You need to create, just have your path, stay focused, and keep going the way you're going. And so what we actually did, we caught another gear, and we just kept going, okay? Um, I didn't ask him to leave. I didn't tell him to leave. He left us, and that's fine. Um, um, so we just hunkered down, and uh, we dealt with what we had, and we rolled on, and I think we're a much better company now. We're a much better app now. Uh, than we were back then um we've made a lot of really good changes we're coming up with a lot of good uh, good ideas but i don't have any of those the ideas that we're putting in right now we're going to put in motion here is is and we talked about turning x being a tool mm -hmm. um i don't want to clutter our app up with nonsense stuff you know um there yeah. there are things in other apps that just behooves me why you'd even have them on an app or have our fishing app um i wanted something that will help the anglers to make their user experience even better that's what i'm trying to make so um so back back to your question i hope i answered it well enough that um it it happened it happened for reasons it happened and like i said uh, he chose to leave and go somewhere else and that it was uh, it was okay by us we 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 um we just basically just put our heads down and started grinding and kept right on going so no, and I and I appreciate your honesty. I was looking forward to more of a challenge or a cage match, but it I mean that's, <laughs> that's no, I'm just right. joking. <laughs> I'm just joking with that. <laughs> but I I mean, does did it how worried were you in the sense that okay, now it's it's a big chunk of your business? Were you worried at some points like and the maybe, you know, the finger pointing at Tony X that might scare off other people from investing in Tony X? Did, you, was there a real worry that you might lose everything? You know what? I'm going to say that there were a lot of supporters out there that called me and wish me, um, I don't know, not really wish, but they, they would call me and they would support us and say, it's okay. You're going to be fine. And I can name five of them right here off the hands, and I'm, but I'm not going to name them, but I can. And they're, they're good <laughs> sorry. friends. Uh, sorry about that. But they're, they're, <laughs> My bad. I just went down the wrong pipe. I'm sorry. So they're they're really good friends. The five or six of them that just they just stayed with me the whole time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we would talk about it. I mean, honestly, we got to have people to talk to, right? Yeah. So I had really really dear friends that I would call and just to just to visit with and talk about these things and talk about oh, am I going to be able to make it? Are we going to do? Are we going to lose a lot of money? Are we going to lose a lot of income? We're going to lose people. And the 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 biggest answer was they didn't think we were. And that 
if anything were to happen, we might actually increase because of some of the other things that were going on. Okay. So I didn't really, I mean, I, yeah, did it worry me? Sure. It worried me. I mean, anything's going to worry you when you get into something like that, but um, we just, as I said, I had a really good support system. A lot of anglers reached out to me. Um, that's what we do. Like I said, as a community, we just visit, talk, we get through this and we go on and that's what we did. So um, I appreciate those and uh, those people for doing that. And uh, it made me a better person for sure. And honestly, I, I breathe a little easier at night, to be honest with you. I sleep better. So, yeah, and no shots and anything, but we see how one, we you know somebody took a decision to go to Fishing Chaos and now they're kind of like on their way down. And yet, Tourney X seems to be rising and moving the way up. I think, and this is just personal opinion, and you don't have to comment on this if you don't want, but I feel like a huge headache was removed for you. Like now you can focus your attention on bigger and better things. Because you're not distracted by um, something or someone that is just, you know, you know, distracting you from. I think in a way it was holding you back. Looking back at it, I, I think KBF held you back in ways that now you're like, okay, now I don't have to deal with what I had to deal with, and now I can focus more on growing and putting attention to more, I think, organic growth. That's well, just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and we've, you know, we've always focused on the organic side. Uh, we like we like the slow growth. We don't like to get too big too fast because it can it can crumble on you. And I think that's you know, and and as I said earlier, um, you just have to, you know, uh, have a path, have a journey in mind, have a, have a have that that outlook, and keep reaching for more. And uh, man, I'll tell you, uh, there's just been so many people out that did reached out to us and even some of the new groups. Um, I'm not sure that would, you know, I'm sitting here thinking was Frank and them. I don't think, I don't think Slay Nation was with us back then at that, when it happened, but man, they came on board and I'll tell you what, Frank is a super, super, do you, do you know Frank? I mean, have you, you have conversations. Oh yeah. Has he been on the show? Yeah, he has. I, yeah. I bring him every year. Every yeah, year Frank a is a character. He really yeah. is. He is so fun to be around, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, I mean, people like Frank and people like that, like that are just, great support systems they really are and uh, always positive and always pushing you for pushing you forward so we appreciate that what uh what are the challenges what goes behind the scenes on tournament is it as simple as just Dwayne swinging back on his couch drinking a beer and just judging fish or there's a <laughs> lot more to it when it when lines are in on any tournament you know especially on a national trail you know you know what's the day like with Dwayne Wally when Bassmaster and Hobie BOS are having tournaments? Well, the day for me, as you know, we don't judge fish. Okay. Tourney X is just the platform. So um, thank you, Frank. Appreciate that, buddy. So um, we're just the platform. So all these organizations, they have their own judges. That's just part of the deal. So uh, what people are basically paying us for is to have the, the app and to use the use of the app and, and keep all the data up and all that. That's what we're getting paid for. But like you're on, on a day-to-day -day basis for me, Saturdays and Sundays are booked typically. Okay. Um, I work Monday through Friday on my day job. And then I work Saturday and Sunday on Tourney X. And then every night, what people don't realize is, is that around uh, 1030 and about two and a half hours, my programmers come online and they're, we, we pay them full time. 
And so I've got programmers coming online at around 1030 at night, and I'm up till about 1130, 12 o'clock every night. Then I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning to go to work. So I'm getting about four and a half, five hours of sleep every day. That's about all I get. But then on weekends, especially when the Hobie BOS is running or especially when Bass is running or, or a lot of the big events, uh, when I say big is in 100, 150, 200, 200 angler events, I'm generally sitting in front of the computer at 530 in the morning waiting for the events to start. So I make sure that the app's running. I make sure that the fish are coming in. I make sure if there's any problems with anyone, they can call me and message me and I'll help them out as quickly as possible to get them on their way. Um, now, once that's going and everything's kind of flowing properly, I'll chill out. I might go fishing myself, but typically on Saturday evening, I'm fishing when all the, everything's starting to come back down and everybody's, you know, finishing up their events. Um, I'm going to put my boat in the water to go fishing to, to, you know, take a little break for the day, but that's my Saturdays and Sundays. And so then I just rinse and repeat every Monday, Monday through Friday, and then Saturdays and Sundays. So I don't have a whole lot of time off. So, but, um, as I said, the organizations are the people that actually judge the fish. They take care of all the back end stuff. And typically I'm working with the directors or working with the judges, you know, as they need and, and the anglers, you know, they'll call me up. Hey, I've got a fish that won't submit or, um, our, our, our service is bad and we're having some problems with this. What do I do? And so we, we answer those questions, you know, and help as best we can. So. How frustrating is it? I know for like the Bassmaster Kayak Series on Saturday at Possum Kingdom, you know, about five mm -hmm. minutes before uh, deadline to submit the fish on day one, uh, Steve Owentown sends the email out. At least that's when we got to read it. Maybe he sent it out earlier. But it says we're having problems. 20X will let you, you know, submit for your fish. I think it was till like 6 p.m. How frustrating is it for you and how often does it happen? that the app crashes or, you know, there's something goes wrong that you're like, Oh my God, it's, it's, this could turn into a nightmare real quickly. I can give you a couple of examples about what happened. And one, one was during possum kingdom. We were having a bunch of, we had a bunch of cell issues, cell service issues. Did you fish possum kingdom? I did. Okay. So I don't know whether you had it or not, but there was a lot of cell service issues. Yeah, okay. It was. And so what was happening is, and I don't mind telling you because it's no secret. But when you would submit a fish to Tourney X and it was circling and trying to submit because of the cell service, it would actually double submit that fish twice. So it was going in and it was going in again. And we thought we had had that fixed a year or two ago, and we did, but not in this aspect because it was something to do with the cell service. It was really weird. I'd never, never experienced this until Possum Kingdom. So that night... I actually got programmers involved in it on a weekend, which they don't work weekends on me, but they, I got them involved that night. We started trying to figure out what was happening, how it was going about and what do we do to prevent it? So Monday morning after possum kingdom, we just basically tried to get through the day. Okay. So I was on the phone with their, their judge and, and not as much Steve, but with the judge of course, or the, yeah, the judge for that event. And so I was trying to help them find the, the duplicates and get those taken out quickly so we can keep running the system. So we knew what the problem was. Now we just got to find the fix for it. And so Monday, Monday, actually Sunday night, when the, my programmers came online, we hopped in there figured out what the problem was, started doing some indexing and this, that, and other, and we started, we fixed the problem. So it's fixed now. But there are days where, yeah, I, I'm this, this beard right here gets even grayer <laughs> and grayer white. and grayer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you know, you're going to have those. I mean, there was one morning where the, the site went down 
I mean, literally, I didn't even know it. I woke up and the site was down. I got phone calls. And like 15 minutes before the kickoff time, we got it back up and running. And so you're just going to have those days. It's mechanical. Uh, it's electrical. It's going to happen. And, uh, and, and I apologize now before it ever happens again, because it's going <laughs> to happen. I just don't know when. Yeah. Um, We're a slave to our own devices yeah, in that aspect. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have, you know, I have charts. I'm watching my, my chart. I'm watching my CPUs. I'm watching all my, my servers. And I keep up with those daily to make sure everything's operating, you know, efficiently. And so I'm always doing that, you know, on top of looking for new options for the Turning X app. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's 24 hour job. It really is. What, uh, what makes it worth it for you? Like, like you have hmm. your day job, um, and now you have Turny X and it's, it really is like, you're the epitome of what I've always heard. The more you get involved on the business side of fishing, the less you actually get to fish. Like content creators will say that all the time tournament directors, tournament organizers say like, you think you're getting into this, cool, I'll get a job in the fishing industry, I'll get to fish for a living. Mm -hmm. Completely the opposite. I actually don't get to fish the places that I want to go fish. No. Because even if I do go to fish, I have to do a shooting and I have to use a bait that I maybe, you know, have to, uh, uh, you know, sponsor or something like that. It's not even the type of fishing that I want to do. Right. So for you, what makes this worth it when you go to sleep at night and you think like man this doing this is worth it what is it for you some of the comments i get from the anglers that appreciate what we're doing it it keeps me going the comments i get from the directors that say man this is you know this has made our life a whole lot easier uh that keeps me going okay now on the other side there's a downside there's there's those days where you're like you want to throw your freaking hat in the, in the air and just walk away. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just give up. I have those days. And if people think I don't, then, you know, it, you, you do. Okay. There's days I just want to just, why did I do this? Why did I get into this? But there's more of the good days than there are the bad. Yeah. And that's what keeps me going. Okay. Um, believe it or not, I love to hear from the anglers. I love to hear from directors. I like to hear that we're doing a good job. Uh, and I, and I have some of the, some great testers out there that are just anglers themselves. They're taking time away from, I mean, they take time away from work sometimes to help me test my apps. They've been doing it this past week. That make that keeps me going. That lets me know that they're interested. They always tell me anything you need me to do. Just let me know we're there for you. Um, um, that keeps me going. Uh, honestly, I would love to quit my day job and do this full time. And at some point in time, I think I can, um, as we talked earlier, there's some few things that I'm just trying to work out and figure out how do we can accomplish those things and that I can put more time in the tourney X and make it a little bit better than what it is. So, yeah, I think it's just the positivity, uh, from the anglers, from the directors, uh, from the people, um, moms and dads watching the website, you know, looking at, you know, 900,000 page views a month, you know, people are looking at the website. So we're almost, a, we're almost hitting some millions yeah. a month, which is phenomenal you know but um it's cool to know where we are where we came from where we are now so uh yeah it just keeps me keeps me rocking along yeah you definitely i think it's i and i said this you one there was one time where you were on the og show in paddle and finn um 
and I made a comment and um, I, I know you appreciated the comment, but I said, I said it then about two years ago and I say it now when it comes to, you know, when I, I'm like every American sports fan, you know, we, we, mm-hmm. we love, you know, legacy. We love, we talk about legacies. We talk about hall of fame. We talk about stats. We talk about all those things. And I, and I really honestly, Dwayne, I'm not saying it, because you're here, because you, if you remember the comment, I said this about two years ago. When we, when it comes down to kayak fishing, I know it's a new sport and there's no Hall of Fame or anything like that. But when we talk about the Mount Rushmore of kayak fishing, not just people that are, you know, have great success in tournament like Russ Snyder, Cody Milton, uh, uh, Christian Fisher, but people that have actually, you know, got this to the next level and we look at what tourney x has done and what you did with bass master kayak series it is honestly safe to say there is no steve owens is not in this position to save bass master kayak series if it wasn't for what what you did that pitch if you i mean i cannot we cannot understate what you have done to make this work and got it to where it is now and and everything that stacked any growth from here on, you know, it's credited in, and I say this again, you're in the Mount Rushmore of kayak fishing when it comes to what we are, where we are now and where we're headed. I appreciate that, man. I really do. It means a lot, but, but I can't, I can't, you can't, none of us can do it without each other. You know what I'm saying? I, I will go back and say this. If it weren't for the AJs, if it weren't for the Steve, uh, Steve Fields, if it weren't for the Steve Owens, if it weren't for, uh, Vinny Ferrari. If it wasn't for the Frank Polifron, Polifron. If it wasn't for Provolone, Provolone, yeah, yeah, the cheese, cheesehead. If it weren't <laughs> for those people that have, man, I look, they have an outlook. They know they they have that path already set, right? They they know as well as you and I know. They know where this is going, and they put forth that much effort, just like I do every day, right? And so. Um, I appreciate the, the comments. I really do. And I appreciate you thinking that highly of me, and I really do. Um, but I, as I said earlier, I put my pants on just like you do, you know, and, and, uh, we, you know, we're just here for a short period of time in this world. And yep. I'm hoping one day that this will be something bigger and better down the road. Um, I was talking to a bass boater just a couple of days ago. He came by the house, picked up a battery and, uh, he fishes from a bass boat. He point blank told, and he's always bass, but he always bass fish out of his boat. He told me point blank. He says, we're killing these fish. Yeah. Every day. And I didn't think I'd ever hear that from him. He said, we're literally killing these fish. He said, what you got going on is, is a great thing, but he's only one man. And there's no way that him by himself is going to change the mindset of people to go doing what we're doing. However, he said it can be done in a bass boat. It can be done in a kayak. He said, and it would be better for the fish population. But, uh, and I never thought I would have heard that from him, but, but, but it's kind of cool to hear that it's, it's all this mindset. It's, it's this change. And, and until we can, and I'm not a tree hugger, I shoot deer and I eat fish. Okay. And I eat, so <laughs> you don't eat bass though. You know, I'm just playing with you. I'm going to put you in the spot. <laughs> I will say this though. And I'll, I'll say this, I'm going to say it straight up. When I see fish. Don't get land, canceled doing <laughs> But when I, you know, I mean, just, I mean, if you, if you see fish laying on the back of a tailgate of a pickup truck, it does kind of sting a little bit. Okay. 
if it doesn't, then you know what I'm saying? It's, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I understand. But I know people eat them, and I get it. Uh, I will eat a few bass, but I'll eat the small ones, the little 12 inches, you know, because people want them caught out of their ponds because they're taking over. I get that. But it's still in all. It's, you know, those big ones, those big, big ones. It's like, uh, yeah, those need to be swimming somewhere. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, uh, that's what keeps me going. It's the, it's the positivity. It's the feedback. It's the, um, you know, where are we going next? It's all those questions that, you know, and I'm over here thinking, okay, where do we go next? What do we do? What do we make better? What do we make smoother, faster? You know, um, what do we, how do we, how do we make it safer on the water for people? So we're always thinking of different ideas and we, and we get those ideas from anglers, you know, and directors. So. Let me ask, let me uh, make a point here about that because, uh, and actually shout out to Alex Rod from Alex Rod Fishing and Drew Gregory. They were both, um, I was listening to their live show on last week and they made a, Drew Gregory and both Alex made a good point. You know, when, when you consider this basketball tournaments, I mean, there's, especially when, you know, they, they get put into this live well, you know, rocked around the whole lake you know, get put into a bag, then the waiting and all that, and even local tournaments, there is a mortality rate that nobody talks about, you know, mm-hmm. and it does affect, because obviously they're getting the top, unless it's like uh, Lake Fork, which is different, but um, they have a slot tournaments, but most lakes out there, you know, they're getting the, they're, each one is getting their biggest five fish, and those are the ones that are suffering. It's not the 12 inches, the 14 inch. Right. So in, in this case, in basketball, it's not the two or three pounders that are the ones that are getting affected. It's the older five, mm-hmm. seven, eight pounders that are the ones that getting that high mortality rate. Of course, because it's the age and the wear and tear of just getting out of a lake into a weighing station, then putting them back. I'm going a long winded with this, but to get to the point, no, you know, it's so inherited in our DNA for bass fishing that we look at, we always, even kayak anglers, we want to know like, Oh, what's the weight on it? Like Mm -hmm. the, the whole thing about measuring the fish and going by that at the beginning. And it's kind of changed a little bit, but the beginning was more a nuisance in the sense that what we were kayak, we don't have a life. Well, we can't wait it, which is what we want to do. But so by default, we're doing this nuisance, uh, you know, process of measuring it and submitting a fish where, but it's, I see a change now, a change in culture. And I think conservationists, um, it's, it's getting that conversation now where, where we think about, Hey, we want to have long-term success of enjoy, not just tournament, but enjoying bass fishing. There yeah. has to be a change. We see MLF making those changes. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's not as popular as the Bassmaster because they don't have that roll up into the big stadium mm-hmm. with the trucks and the and and, and the glitter bowls right. and lifting the bass, which the crowd goes wild. But I mean, do you think this is something that can translate the CPR format that eventually will get implemented in some, if not all, basketball tournaments? I think that I've been saying this for the past two, three years, but I think that what's going to happen is uh, I think the government's going to get involved if they're not already starting to be involved, which we see that we see it in California. We see it in Colorado. Um, And and a lot of, a lot of people will, will, uh, 
Um, she in Texas. She in some like Big Fork. Yeah. Well, even you know Lake Fork and, and other places. I know like, like Pueblo for twenty twenty four. There's not going to be any. There won't be any fish caught unless it's dumb CPR. Um, but I think they're going to see the improvements on these, and I really think that the government is just going to ramp that up. I think the. And I, I mean, I can't put a date on it or a time on it. I wish we knew. Then we do know kind of where the end's going to be or where the beginning of the end or whatever it's going to be. But still, I'm trying to say is that I still think that three to five years, maybe we keep saying that, but three to five years, maybe uh, we're going to see a huge, huge change, a shift to where these, you know, with the heat and, and, you know, I mean, this freaking heat is unreal, you know, yeah. I mean, Lake Fork, you can pull the fish in the boat. You take a photo and you're going to release it. You just can't possess it. You can't put it in live well. That's possession, yeah. I believe, of what they consider it. So using an app like Tourney X is perfect for that. You can catch any fish there in that lake you want. Um, I really believe that eventually the shift's going to go that direction. Now, who will they use? I don't know. I hope they use Tourney X. I hope that Tourney X gets to the point where, you know, that's the go-to. That's what we, that's what we hope for. But uh, I still, I just believe it's going to happen soon. Just on a win. I think it it has to be, and not to put Bass Masters into the spot, but it's not. It has to be a sacrifice, and I think that's. And alluding to what you said, I think that's why the governments have to step in, because it is a huge. You know, when you look at the Bass Masters, uh, that's their big. You know that. You know the the classic. Mm-hmm. That's the big attraction. That oh, yeah. stadium feels so for them mm-hmm. to take that away from the fans and give something that the fans are maybe not interested because they're not that excited oh, yeah. about it. Yeah, it has to be either you know a conscience that uh, decision that we're gonna have to sacrifice a little bit in the investment. And I right. get it; they're a business, and we all know what you know. We all know in this. I see it in the airline industry when I used to work in the airline industry, and in in every type of business. Companies are not going to take a conscious decision to lose a lot of money. No. Unless it means that they're going to gain a lot of money further. It's not until the government says, okay, we need to regulate this. Otherwise, this is not going to be sustainable. And that's where you see the kind of like force of hand. Okay, we're going to change this. But I, again, it's, I can't, I don't think the culture, the bass fishing culture wants that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a necessary kind of sort of evil, just put Mm -hmm. it that way. Yeah. That we have to, you know, plus I think it's less cheating, in my opinion, when it comes to bass boat. For example, I know kayak fishing is different because we don't have cameras on a boat. But when you go to a bass boat tournament, you know, the Bassmaster MLF, you know, there, there's a camera there. But for those that I don't, other tournaments that don't have cameras, there's not that, well, we're going to stick a couple of, you know, eight ounce weight into this walleye. Right. make it right. you know it's like this is the measurement and if you can look at the board and make sure the board is not altered uh, then altered. it's pretty much mm-hmm. you know a done deal yeah well the cool part is they can do both in these yeah. like especially these these uh uh tournaments that are going around around the country right now bass boat tournaments they could do both the funny part is they could still catch fish put them in a live well and they could still do a measurement tournament as well so uh and i i discussed that with the same person the other day that came by the house and he never really thought about that. So I think it's, I go back to the mindset, right? We have younger, younger anglers coming up. And I think that, and nothing against us old farts, because I'm one of those guys. And and I would probably still be fishing the way I did before if I had not gotten into this kayak fishing. Okay. 
but it's a mindset. And I think that until we change the mind of the, the older anglers to convert to doing kind of what, what CPR is all about, I think the younger ones are going to be easier to, to educate them in, the, in this direction. And it's, it's just going to take time. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's just an evolution. It's a change. It's just like a, a lake turning over in the winter to the summer or vice versa from summer to winter. It's going to happen. Uh, I don't know when, but I think that the more we can educate these younger folks. And I think a lot's going on in the college, in the college realm and the high school realm, they're seeing what we're doing in the, in these plastic boats. And I think that's what's going to be that new wave is what I call it. So we'll see. And I think the popularity of kayak fishing will play a, a role in it. So if people, you know, understand what the kayak fishing is and they're like into it, like, Oh, okay. I get it. Oh, look, look at this huge bass, 24 inch, 25 inch. Mm. Then I think that changes the culture because up until a few years ago, we were just enamored with the weight of the fish, not right. the length of the fish. So it's, I think as the sport of kayak fishing progresses, I think more people are going to say, Hey, I'm just as impressed with a 24, 25 inch fish as I am with a 10 pound fish that may be, you know, the same size. I'm just looking at the length instead of the weight. And right. I think that'll play a part. Um, I wanted, you said something that I think when we look at baseball, you mentioned like the old school mentality. I've, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a huge fan of baseball. I mm -hmm. you know, grew up watching baseball. And even I, which I consider myself old school, I get tired with this old school mentality of this unwritten rules that just suck the fun out of baseball mm -hmm. in some cases. And I see this fraction in the baseball community professionally where there's, you know, there's, you know, mostly by pitchers, they don't want this showcasing. And then there's like, well, we, the public kind of enjoys this showcasing, not showboarding, no showing disrespect, mm -hmm. but showing raw emotions where when you look at it, you know, 10 years ago, showing raw emotion on a baseball diamond on a professional game was frowned upon kind of thing, you know, okay. especially if you're the offensive player, if you're the batter where now I think it's like, yeah. And when you look at it now, see, it kind of sucks the fun out of it. You know, I don't want anybody showing up the picture, but I want to see some raw emotions right? when right. somebody hits a home run and not have to worry about getting hit with a hundred mile per hour, wish on the ne uh, next at bat. So I think, you know, kind of like, translating that to to bass fishing not just kayak fishing it has to be like stop making fun of and stop having you know being in this box where it's like if it's not weighed as a 10 pounder right then it doesn't matter what size right. it is or like right. shaming it because i see it a lot where it's like making fun of the somebody's you know showing off their right. catch because it's not it's measured and not weighted it's just a number. It's just a number, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's the same fish. It's, it's the like... same damn thing. It's just a number, you know? Um, that questionnaire I came up a minute ago, I saw that. And uh, yes, it's a cool concept, having Bluetooth scales linked to Tourney X, and it can be done. Uh, honestly, I just don't think the return on investment is there. That's yeah. just my opinion. I don't think I don't think for – let me back up. This is the business side of me Yeah, I versus the angler. Okay. Because I fish 
just like you. I was like, you're over there, just like you, <laughs> and just just like everyone else. Okay, I have a local club here that I fish in, and a uh, um, little about me. Well, that's another side story. But anyway, I've, I'm I'm backing away from that a little bit because I'm actually having surgery in two weeks. I'm having some um, major surgery, and I know I'm not going to be able to compete the rest of the year. So I've decided I'm just going to back away from that, chill out, not fish. But uh, I was second in angler of the year points over here. But where was I going? Oh, Bluetooth scale. Sorry. So the the business side of me is the amount of money it's going to take to program the Bluetooth in, get the Bluetooth. Think about this. It's not only t- programming the Bluetooth side into the app. It's that getting those Bluetooth scales out to people and then buying it. So if, if I have to invest $10,000 in some code, I'm just throwing a number, you know, I don't know what it would cost, but if I had to invest $10,000 in code and this, that, and other, and then I have to go source out a Bluetooth scale, how am I going to guarantee it's going to get into your hands? And you're going to use it. Yeah. That makes sense. So we have to be, this is something I've learned over the years. You have to be very cautious about how you spend money. Okay. Yeah. And how you, um, clutter the app up. I say clutter. I didn't say that. I don't mean it right. It's not going to clutter it. It's just more stuff to put into the app. So we have to be kind of cautious about how we do that because making 10 people happy, but yet having a hundred people not happy or a thousand people not happy because we're, you know, I don't mean it to be rude, but I'm just saying, yeah, no, I understand what you, you're saying. You, you can, you can lose interest more than gaining interest. Right. So we just have to be cautious and, and, Believe me, there's a there's a company out there right now that's got a Bluetooth scale out, and they're they they were a competitor of ours, and I don't know how they're doing now because I hadn't heard much from them. So they already have it out there. If they were going to do well, they would probably be you know doing much better than we are. But I don't I don't even hear from them anymore. So um, I don't. It's no different than the little button. You press the button, it marks your location. It's it's a it's a tool, but it's is it necessary? No, not really. I can take my, when you submit a fish, that's a button. I'm yep. capturing your location anyway. I, you know, so, um, which brings me to some of the things we'll talk about after a while. I hope we will talk about it a while. Some of the new things are coming out in Turny X app, but, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's a great concept, but you got to put forth the money and then you got to hope that you get the return on investment. And sometimes it's not worth it. No, and, and that's a good point. And shout out to Curtis. You know, that's a great idea yeah, in principle. Um, and I can see that I can, I, I love the idea that Curtis brought up, but I can mm-hmm. see, you know, the investment, not just in what you're saying, but all the research and then making sure that you, that it's not going to crash or it's minimal, you know, and it's not going to bog down the, your, your servers where right. now it's going to affect you know, submission. There's a lot. It's yeah. not just the. It's not just the weight scales, the technologies, all the programming, yeah. and all yeah. the research you have to now, do you know, to make sure had, it works. Right. If we had somebody come and say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna have 125 anglers fishing with you," you know, six six times or eight times a, a year, and we're willing to put forth the effort to make sure that we fill it up, and we want your Bluetooth scales, absolutely. You know, because then I can pay it back, and you know. Then and then then we can open that concept up to everyone else, but the initial investment and then that hope that they somebody picks it up and runs with it, it it can cost you, you know. And, so go ahead. Anyway, so it's just 
it's just making sure we have enough uh enough people that want it before we dive into something like that so yeah it's got to be like you said uh uh cost and demand kind of thing right Right. Because I mean, we you I know what you're saying. Also, is you do this for the love of the sport as well, but you don't want to end up in the poorhouse and having to work as well, <laughs> as a licensing electrician to your 90 because you're you're now you know you have this right uh um you know you have this depth on something that didn't work. Well, so there, there's a lot of things that going, but a lot of business decisions. Right, there's a lot of other things that we need yeah. to be spending money on right now. That, that I mean, I have people call me all the time. Hey, can you do this? Can you do this? And it's a viable and it is a very viable question. And yes, that's it's a very viable option, and we need it. We probably would need it, but I have other things that are in line that I've got to work on. I'm hoping to have uh, start on a, a bracket style tournament. I know that a lot of people want brackets, and so. We've never had one, and eventually I want to do that, but I've got about four things ahead of that. So hopefully when we get these other things taken care of, then we'll mold into you know, some of the other options. And who knows? Maybe that down the road uh, we could do that for Curtis and some of the people that want a Bluetooth system, you know? But right now we'll have to hold off on it. So let me ask you this, because I've had you for an hour, and I don't, you know, I want to be mindful of your time. Like you say, you hardly have any time to, to do anything else. So I appreciate you taking the time. But I wanted to give you a couple of minutes to give us, you know, what is in, what is expected? What can we expect for Tourney X in the future? What new features might come out? What might the future for the CPR format might hold? So in the next week and a half, we're going to release a new app, a new the new version of the app. Um, um, what it's going to entail is there has been some things and, and once again, I try to put things into the app that's useful. That's a tool for the anglers that they need out there while they're out there fishing. And I try to keep it simple, but I want it to the point too. So, uh, one of the things that has really been bothering me for years is I get these calls and they go, Hey, my GPS is not working. You know, how do I fix that? Well, I've got to put myself in their shoes. If I was in their shoes, what would I need to do to fix it? Well, first of all, I need to test test my phone. And so we need to test our phone and see if the GPS is good or bad, period. That's all you got to worry about. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. So the way we, we well, the way that I've been talking this idea for two or three weeks is how do we do that where it's easy? So all we did was we came up with a, an image checker. So basically with your camera's phone or your or inside the app we have two places you can take pictures with your regular device and then with the app mm-hmm. that's all there is so either one you open them up you take a couple of pictures i don't care if it's the four i don't care if it's the moon it doesn't matter to me what it is and at this point it doesn't matter what i don't want it to be is that 22 inch bass that you need and you don't have gps location on and then you get these cued for it so what we've done is prior to ever fishing in the contest Take your phone, install our app. In the menu area, you swipe over and there's a button that says image checker. Click it. It opens up this thing. It says upload image. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a fish. It can be, all we're doing is checking the functionality of your phone's internal GPS. That's all we're doing. Nothing else. Take a picture of the floor, the grass, you know, your cat, your dog, whatever. While you're out in, you know, out outdoors image checker, open it up, click it, upload that image. You're either going to get a thumbs up or you're going to get a thumbs down. That's as simple as it gets. If you get a thumbs up, then your phone is set properly, period. You don't have to worry about it, okay? If you get a thumbs down, 
That means we didn't get the proper information from your meta tag to go into our database to give you the location that we need. And there's a button on there that says, click here for more information. When you click it, it's gonna tell you where to go in your phone and set the correct GPS to turn it on. Go back in and do, just do it again. And keep doing it till you get your GPS where it gives you a thumbs up. That's it, simple. So it's a simple tool. It's coming out in about a week. Uh, that's tool number one. The other tool is we were sending out messages like when you catch a fish and you submit it, it says your fish has been accepted. You get a pop-up, a message that comes down on the top of the yeah. window of your screen. Well, guess what? When it's gone, it's gone, so you don't get to read it. When you click it, if you don't read it then, it's gone. Because yeah. some people don't have their notifications set properly to hold that message. So I called my, uh, my programmers. I said, listen, I need a table with a running list of every message that gets pushed to that angler. And I need it to where they can read it at any time they want to read it. So that's what we've done is we've created a back-end list that if your fish is accepted or submitted, it shows your fish has been submitted. If it's been accepted, there's going to be another push notification. If the director sends out a... Um, you know, uh, emergency push notification that says, you know, the storms, some storms coming, bad storms, you need to take cover, then it'll be in that list as well. But the cool part, it'll be a little, there's a little bell icon and it's going to be the upper left-hand corner and it'll just start having numbers in it. And you just click on it, open it up, and you can read your list. So we fixed that part and that'll be out in about a week. Um, another one that people were complaining about was that when they search for tournaments on Tourney X, to register for there's mixed mixed with uh nationwide events and local events yeah so we've created a filter in there that that it's so the nationwide events are actually turned off unless you want them then you click a button you, and you search and it pulls all them in at one time so it's another little filter that we did um so yeah we've got a couple of little things that are coming out for this for this push so uh we're going to get the bassmaster kayak series over this weekend and then we'll start getting ready to push it out next week so. That's awesome. And again, oh. shout out to what you're doing, Dwayne, and uh, and appreciate you know everything that the hard work that goes in. I know it's a business side of it, but I know also you enjoy it. You you have to deal with a lot of things, both on and off the water, that are maybe not the most pleasant interactions because we get it. Sometimes the app doesn't work, and there's you know there's a lot of business decision owning a business. Like you mentioned, there are times where you just want to throw your hat and give up, and there's times where you feel blessed that yep. you got the community to back yep. you up. So, you know, we, we want to thank you. Um, and again, thank you for taking the time. And oh, I won't absolutely. take any more of your time. If anybody, if there's any tournament directors, anybody interested in, you know, using Tourney X for their tournaments, where can people reach you? What's the best way to get in contact with you to do business with Tourney X? You can uh, email me at uh, info at tourneyx.com. That's the quickest way. You can uh, message me, of course, uh, find me on Facebook and friend me and message me directly. Um, or uh, I, I, if you go to tourneyx.com website, my phone's under my phone number is actually listed in there under the, I guess it's something about us or whatever. Uh, if you want to become a director at the very top of the page on tourneyx, uh, you can request a director account. Um, you do have to have uh, an, a separate angler account as a director account. You have to have two different accounts. Uh, we don't join those together because we want to keep everything kind of separate. So um, if you've been an angler and you say, hey, I want to build my own club over here because I think we can get 10, 15, 20 anglers fishing in this club, by all means, man, give me a shout. 
uh, I can send you a link or just go by and, and message, uh, you know, just request that account and uh, I'll get the email and I actually approve it. Uh, kind of old school. We talk about all this old school stuff. Um, I don't automatically approve everyone. Okay. Uh, because I get a lot of spam directors that want to join us at another and, and, and I'll pick up the phone and call. And it's, it's amazing how many people enjoy the phone call to be able to just talk to someone you know, you pick them up, you call, and you say, "Hey, man, I see you requested for a director account." And they're like, "Well, yeah, why, why are you calling?" I said, "Well, I mean, that's what we do." And 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 they actually were were happy that we called them, yeah, because they they like that interaction. I think that uh, it's a lot of things that are missing in this world, and interaction yeah. is one of them. So, age of technology has really hampered customer service and just basic dominance, common sense, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it has. It has. So we, we pick up the phone and call. We definitely like to do that. So, but yeah, that's it, man. Just uh, find us, find us messages. Give us a shout. We'd love to help you guys out however you need. Yeah. And I can attest to this fishing on Slay Nation, which is small tournaments, you know, regional tournaments and state tournaments. No job is too big or too small for you guys. Uh, you treat everybody with the same amount of respect and decency, whether it's a small, you know, local trail or a big national trail. And that's what we appreciate about you, among other things, of course. Yeah, so. I appreciate that, man. I really do. Yeah, there's a lot of good trails out there. There's a lot of good. I mean, we've got Grubby. Grubby's probably been, you know, Grubby with Jim Strunk and those guys that started. I don't know if you know who Grubby is. You may yeah. have heard of him or not. Yeah. Uh, G-R-B-Y. But anyway, Grassroots Bass but, Yackers or whatever it's called. But anyway, those guys are phenomenal themselves. I mean, uh, they started this little small group called Grubby. Uh, Jim Strunk is just just down home, good guy. He really is, and uh, we appreciate them. And I mean, I, I, the list is so long. I would forget somebody and make somebody angry. But there, we've got directors. I mean, and we just today I got a call from Germany. Blows my mind. I saw that, your post. Yeah. So I get a call from a guy. Not call, but I mean, he messaged me from Germany, wanting to run a tournament in Germany, and I was like wow, this is getting real. You know, we've got Italy, we've got Germany, we've got France, we've got Australia, we've got um, Sweden. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying we've got a lot of tournaments there, but, but they're, you know, they're there. And we certainly appreciate those, those people as well. And so uh, uh, maybe one day I'll get a chance to go over to Italy and catch a bath. Yeah, there you so. go. All so. over Europe. Well, Dwayne, I'll let you go because I know you, like I said, you're busy man. I've taken more than an hour Appreciate away from that. you from your free time. So thank you so much for joining the podcast and the live show. And again, we really appreciate it. We look forward to seeing what Turney X has to bring. And then hopefully I get to see you in one of those trade shows or on the water someplace. But if not, it then you know, just you know, we really appreciate what you're doing. Thanks, bud. Uh, for those out there listening or watching, uh, you know, you can subscribe to our YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Threads now. I don't know how much I'll be on that threads thing, but <laughs> TikTok. Um, so you can follow us on the Bass Kayak and Beers. If you're listening on our MP3 formats, which airs every Monday, and you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, feel free to give us your five-star reviews. It doesn't cost you anything. It does really help out the growth of the podcast, and hopefully we've done a good show to, you know, that uh, warrants or earned your five-star reviews. So, again, thank you for watching or listening. Have a great night. If you are on the water, please wear your PFDs. If you have a couple of beers while you're at it, just make sure you drink responsibly. Uh, you know, just because it's bass kayak and beers, we're not encouraging people to get, you know, 
uh, to still stay safe on the water. So again, thank you for listening and watching. Have a great night, everyone.